0: Back to small state a big takes. This is episode 180. I think this is uh 180 opening
1: take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, 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 what the fuck is good today? We're here with my boy Tyler Franzen, who Gilly and I met in the state of Nebraska right before the world ended 2019. We <laughs> fell in love what? with this dude kid's the fucking man since i've seen him he's grown his hair out he's looking handsome he's currently in colorado and he we met him at a wedding for our recurring guest of the podcast connor ryan uh tyler comes through never met this kid in our life we hit it off and here we are what here we are later tyler what the hell is going on out there in colorado my boy
2: not much uh so yeah we we so Connor and I went to college together at Wayne State. And so that's how we know each other. And then for some reason, he invited me to his wedding. I still to this day don't know why.
1: <laughs> Same here.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm kind of a basket case when it comes to weddings and traveling. So uh, you made it, though. I made it. I got it. It was close, though. So we were cutting it real close there. So uh, no, but it's good to see you guys. And uh, best it is in honor to be a part of the best podcast in the state of Rhode Island. so That's right.
3: Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I was going to say, I always appreciate seeing you in our mentions too and, uh, and giving us, uh, humoring us. Look,
2: man. Uh, Look, man. <laughs> I got to up my Twitter game somehow, you know. <laughs> I figured I'd gonna start somewhere. <laughs> I figured i to start somewhere. Yeah, no. And obviously, so the big
3: news this week that we uh, kind of, again, this has been due for a while to be on, in all honesty, in terms of us talking about trying to get you on. But, our, our big excuse for, for bothering you and getting you on here is the huge trade. It was a flurry of moves for the NFL, Massive. Like, the last week has been insane, um, not even a full week. But the big one, Russell Wilson from the Seahawks to your Denver Broncos. How are you feeling about the, the cost of it, just the, the Russell Wilson era as it begins in mile high? Like, what are your initial reactions here?
2: So I, I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't establish my Broncos street cred. So first of all, you'll notice the uh, this was actually a housewarming gift my grandmother got me. It's a puzzle of Mile High Stadium or Empower Field um, on a piece of cardboard that I hung up. So it's I've been a Broncos fan my entire life. And the radio station company that I work for is the Broncos affiliate out in the Western Slope, which is like four hours from Denver. And when I heard this news, my boss, uh, I'll give him a plug, Jim Davis, he and I were dyed-in-the-wool Broncos fans. And when we, we were in a production meeting, because we had to figure out, we got a local college team that we cover. We're trying to figure out March Madness stuff, all this stuff. We're in a production meeting, and on the TV comes The Crawl, Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. It was like a fever dream. (laughs) Like, were were we You know, were we awake? Was Leo DiCaprio going to show up with a little spinny top thing and (laughs) tell me, you know, I was wrong? And and to have it break in the immediate, like within the the hour or two hours after the Rogers news, they knew. George Payton knew that. That he was probably going to, that Rogers was probably going to ever sign back in Green Bay. And he probably, you know, I know that they were like, oh, Rosa Wilson was our first choice. He was my personal first choice because I think Rogers carried a lot of baggage with him. But the fact that George Payton is like, oh, Rosa Wilson was our first choice, I think he only became the first choice after what would have been the senior bowl when they were like, yeah, this is, Rogers is probably staying in Green Bay. And look, I don't think we gave up that much for him. I really don't think we gave up that much because we still have a second rounder. I might have a second or third rounder from the LA Rams from the Von Miller trade. So we've got that. We still, you know, we'll have a first round pick in three years when I hope that Russell Wilson is still our quarterback and we won't have to worry about first round picks being as high because hopefully we're winning enough games. So we're not drafting so high. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Shelby Harris is a big loss because he's a big locker room guy. He's a big defensive presence. Some of the best hands in the league at, at defending blocked field goals and defensive line interceptions. Noah Fant was probably the biggest loss offensively because he is a guy that you can rely on, but he was also put into a just garbage offensive system with Pat Shermer. And look, maybe drew Locke, Maybe he can, perform under whatever Pete Carroll's got up his sleeve. I doubt it. But in all honesty, I am totally good. And I think everyone's saying that the Seahawks lost this trade. Doesn't matter to me because I won the trade. So <laughs> you
1: know. so you're not crying about Drew Locke? No, no hard feelings?
2: You know, there is a section of Broncos Country that I try to disassociate myself with that more or less was like, well, you know, it should have been Drew Locke the whole time. We never gave him a fair shot. And it's like, we gave him close to three years to do something and he just didn't. And look, I get the whole having what, like three or four offensive coordinators every single year for how long his career was. It doesn't help having to relearn a new system. Totally doesn't help. But when there's, you know, when when you see the numbers and when you see the way he plays and how he's just skittish in the pocket, he plays fearful. He doesn't play like he's trying to attack. He's playing like he's trying not to get hit, which, okay, fine. Sure. I could do that because I'm scared <laughs> all the time. But, but when you're a professional quarterback, you gotta, it kind of have a little bit of, of uh, sort of fearlessness that he just didn't have. And he didn't really possess to me the kind of moxie or skill set needed to be a full-time NFL quarterback backup. Sure. I think he's a great backup, but I think, for as high as we drafted him in the second round and for as high of expectations Broncos country put on him, I think he just couldn't meet him. I just, I don't think he was ever going to be the answer full time. And if, if the Seattle Seahawks end up successful with him, more power to him.
3: Yeah. And not for a lack of weapons in Denver too. Realistically, it's like no. you guys have a solid receiving core and even with, with font as a, uh, uh, I don't know, he's a receiving first tight end realistically. So it's like, I don't know. He, it's not like he didn't have any help. <laughs> That's all I mean in terms of giving right. him a shot. And I like Drew Lock. don't right. get me wrong. And I hope he finds a role, but like, I, I completely understand that. I think you guys gave him a fair shake. Sometimes it just doesn't work out in the first spot.
2: The, the problem is first and foremost, number one, Pat Shermer's offense was never going to, it didn't matter. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater I thought did fairly well. I mean, you look at his numbers. 3,053 yards, 18 touchdowns, seven picks, and he was seven and seven as a starter. I mean, that's 500. Now, yeah. that's probably, you know, good if you're, say, the Jaguars. You know, if if Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, he went seven and seven with 3,000 yards and more touchdowns to interceptions, you'd say that was a success. But in Broncos country, where the, the expectations are, and I admit, because I'm a fan way higher than they probably should be uh, th- that just wasn't going to cut it. And Pat Shermer's offense was limiting in that capacity. You're talking about a pro bowl receiver in Cortland Sutton pro bowl caliber receivers and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick. And that's not even including some other guys, KJ Hamler, who's really fast. He, when he's not hurt, he can play really well. And he's a good speed guy. Um, Kendall Hinton has transitioned really well from emergency quarterback to <laughs> wide receiver. That was so, awesome by the way that was a <laughs> that's I have, all I, I ever
3: think about with that poor guy's name Oh, that's all associated with him forever <laughs>
2: i I had can i can I swear on this program please. I, oh, yeah. no I've already sworn like 20 I, times <laughs> I had a I had a fucking migraine watching that <laughs> whole series of it and it plays into number one not having a full-time owner didn't help and then the league's protocols with and the quarterbacks not following them just like okay we we did this to ourselves we deserved this. (laughs) we deserve to have kendall hidden go out and god bless him he tried he really tried
0: (laughs) the quarterbacks in the afc now we have josh allen stud mac jones we, I, I still like him. He's not a stud. but Oh, look it. at
3: his face. <laughs> I, hey, I like Mac Jones. Show.
0: Let me go through the list. Zach Wilson, all right, all right. not sold on him to a uh, eh. But then we get to the AFC North. You have Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Baker, eh, throw him away. Maybe the Sean. Sean Watson, not in Houston. He'll probably be in the NFC, thank God. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I still think there's upside there. Ryan Tannehill's solid. And then you get to the AFC West. <laughs> what an onslaught of quarterbacks just in that division alone! Now you have Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, uh, Herbert, and Derek Carr. Derek Carr, arguably the worst quarterback in a division, is bla- is is just crazy to think about. Yeah.
2: Put put Derek Carr on an NFC team right now, and we'll just say Washington. That's a potential wild card team, right there. Oh
0: yeah, I think that's a yeah. wild card lock with Derek Carr.
2: But right now, because he's in what is the most competitive, I mean, it it was pretty competitive to begin with because, you know, Denver played Kansas City tough. They didn't win because they weren't built to beat them, but they still played them tough. Now that we have Russell Wilson, that's the gauntlet, right? That's the standard by which this season is going to be marked because the division, whoever wins the division, probably Kansas City, Whoever is then second in the division is probably a wild card, and you may not get that second wild card if you're the third team in the AFC West. And so that's where Russell Wilson coming into play really helps because even if he is supposedly the third-best quarterback in the division, that's it, that probably guarantees you at least three divisional wins, hopefully at all of them at home, and then you need at least one, maybe two more, uh on the road to th- even think about winning the division and it's just gonna be it's gonna be nuts and I'm excited because it's gonna be nuts uh, the fact <laughs> that my team is catching competitive in the division this year is gonna be nuts yeah no so I uh, so you like it you the, the I love st- it
3: <laughs> You're, I love it now again is the are you going to be a Russell Wilson jersey guy like is he, or does he need to earn your trust first? Like, what's your where are you at with that?
2: So here's the problem. I have a multiple... I have a collection at this point of Broncos jerseys. If and you tell me you have a Brock Osweiler Broncos jersey... I do I I was not have a Brock Osweiler. No. Oh, oh, that would have no. been... No, no, no. Just,
3: just Paxton Lynch. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: no, but here's the problem is every Broncos jersey I've received so far now, they haven't fanned out, right? So... I got a Champ Bailey jersey in 2015 or 20 no 2013 and he got hurt and he didn't play much longer and he was part of the he was part of the Super Bowl team that lost to the Seahawks. Had a John Elway jersey and that's, you know, that's pretty standard and he's not obviously playing but he didn't fan out very well as a GM after Manning retired. The latest is I have this is kind of embarrassing to admit how many Broncos jerseys I have. I have Emmanuel Sanders. That didn't fan out. Demarius Thomas, may he rest in peace.
1: Crazy. Oh, really? Um,
2: yeah. Philip Lindsay, my boy. Mm. Is there, That's my Denver's homeboy. very own. I was gonna right? say, Colorado kid. Who, by the way, and this is a total like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. His high school played my high school in the state championship football game when I was in the marching band and got to perform at Mile High Stadium for a state title game. My senior year very cool that's cool what do you play so baritone saxophone well i used to that, now baritone. I play. let's go the big one Ooh, the biggie. watch out yeah, kenny Fel- g
3: tyler Felisa, F coming through
2: Felisa simpson <laughs> one so but like you know I, von i have a von miller jersey and you know it's like all of these players that i have taken a collection of in my jersey wardrobe are either no longer on the team or in the Sad case of Marius Thomas. Unfortunately, he has since passed away. So, I think for the sake of success, I want Russell Wilson to succeed. I think I have a little bit of a curse. And so, I don't think I'll be purchasing a Russell Wilson jersey just to make sure that he can, you know, stay healthy and say, for the sake That's of what I want. For, for the sake of the him. team. Yeah. exactly Putting the team t- <laughs> not, like, not spending like that $120. Taking it really—that's really taking it for the team. There, <laughs> <laughs> they add up.
3: And I mean, actually, speaking of jerseys and whatnot, I have a jersey that I, I don't regret it. I'd do it again. But my Nolan Arenado Rockies jersey is one that I—I <laughs> I bought Sorry, a little yeah, too no, late. This is our this one. is our
0: uh, pivot to baseball right here. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Can
2: I can I tell? I have a story about the Nolan Arenado trade. Please. Okay. And I and he, and. You guys probably know this because you were following the saga with me on Twitter. So this was last year, about February, like the week or so before the Super Bowl between Chiefs and uh Buccaneers. And I get a call from my landlord who tells me that he had a plumber come over and look right. at all of our units. And he bought
3: can't trust him.
2: Well, no. so he <laughs> He's put nut jobs this particular plumber broke a tool in my shower drain and wouldn't be able to come fix it for like the next couple of days. So I had no water in my yeah. apartment. For, so I had to stay in a hotel. I remember seeing the, yeah, Yeah. So the first night of my hotel stay where I have no running water in my apartment, and I'm probably going to be there for a while because the guy like, not only did he break the tool, he like broke the whole pipe. Like they, I basically had to get a new bathroom out of this whole thing so oh, the what do you do night, i have no idea he's he probably just like anyway he didn't know his own so <laughs> apparently yeah happens to be all the time yeah so i mean it's it's <laughs> relatively it's old plumbing but like you still gotta like i mean they had to go through and put a new concrete it was, it was a mess so first night of the hotel stay where i am Awaiting, and we're still, you know, it's February 21, so we're not quite vaccinated yet. And right. still a lot of COVID protocols. But so I was staying at this hotel, socially distanced at the hotel bar with a beer. And I get on my phone and I get on Twitter, and there's the news Nolan Arenado traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. And when I tell you that beer went down a lot faster than I had <laughs> planned it. <laughs> It was oh god it was it was horrible and the rockies are I, I love them dearly i love my colorado rockies they are the stupidest franchise in not just baseball sports they are the stupidest most incompetent deer licked degenerate I, I don't even yeah even though you're the,
0: not even though the jaguars just paid christian kirk 21 million dollars a year you still stand by this statement
2: but see, you know, but see, that's not the worst deal you can make because Trevor Lawrence needs weapons, and Christian yeah. Kirk. Maybe you overpaid a little. We, a lot. we. A lot. I sent, understand
0: where you're coming from.
2: We sent the Cardinals 50 million dollars to get rid of <laughs> Nolan Arenado. We paid 50 million to ship him away. I'm pretty sure and the in- Red
0: Sox are still paying David Price, so uh, we feel your pain there
3: still but then to your your franchise like ah, uh, I, I know, know it's like, the guy the, the rocky subreddit on and it is the saddest saddest they're baseball subreddit on, i think
2: i've ever been in and it's just they're like, all on suicide watch they're all they're, oh, the rocky subreddit and i'm not on reddit but i peruse it occasionally. they have no I, faith I, in the team and
3: they're right this. <laughs> this just, oh
2: it's always pretty pictures, though,
3: beginning of the season where it's like, look at the, su- the sunset game like photos. Oh, yeah.
2: That's the thing. They're never not bad enough to be so bad that they can tank and that they can get, you know, quality picks.
0: Oh, they will be this year.
2: But they're just bad oh, enough thing. to where they're never in- – and look, the NL West is competitive, especially now that the Giants have kind of found their footing again. And I think Arizona had a bad year, but they – you know, they can always bounce back. You know, <laughs> the Dodgers are always going to be the Dodgers. And then there's the Rockies. The Rockies are per- the perpetual, you know, when the Dodgers play the Rockies, it's like basically a spring training game. It's not, and you know, it's just, yeah, it's a workout. It doesn't matter. No, sure, it's in the division. The, the Rockies, pain is so real.
0: sneakily, and I think one reason why you're saying like, they're never like truly bad enough to be like that 60-something win team to get the first pick is because they go Oh, well over 500 at home every year. It's It's crazy. crazy. It doesn't matter how, like, it doesn't matter how bad their roster is. They're going to go 500 at home. And now they're rumored to go after Chris Bryant. Does it make total sense? I don't think so. But, you know, what do I know? Um,
2: They just, they just signed. I think it's, it's, I think it's Jose Iglesias. I think it's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shortstop legend. And, uh, and that's the death knell for Trevor story because, We know he's been wanted to leave for a while, and you know, yeah. yeah, that's that's the greatest thing, right? Like, I'm, you know, Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, let's say a healthy Charlie Blackman, maybe five, ten years ago, eh, eight years ago, uh, a DJ Lemayhew, right? At one point, all of those guys were all in the same batting order, and Corey you Dickerson. couldn't get. Corey Dickerson. <laughs> he has been still David doll. Oh, David. D- what is David Dahl doing? Is he still a Ranger? I think he is. I think, I think that was one. That was another oh, one we out. gave up and I was like, Oh geez, why did we get rid of teams? Fucking, you know, and, and look, Bud black, the manager is not a bad manager.
0: No, he's not at all.
2: You know, and that's something that I think Rockies fans are kind of universally in agreement on is, but Black is totally not the problem. He's just been put in the worst possible situation with how bad Jeff Bridich ran the team, with how bad the Monfort brothers have run the team, and this whole ownership versus the players thing. What what kind of got lost, I think, a little bit in the national reporting of it was that the owners were del- delegated Dick Monfort, the owner of the Rockies, to kind of head up the negotiations. And I, as a Rockies fan, knew once I heard that, I'm like, yeah, no, no fucking wonder these negotiations are taking so long because you have Dick Monfort and that is his name. I'm not terrible name. It's a terrible name. It's a horrible, <laughs> it's a <terrible> name. <laughs> it's a horrible name. And uh, but you you have him running up these negotiations. And I'm like, no wonder these because he's one of the cheapest owners in baseball and he hires. Yes, men. And look, Bill Schmidt, the new general manager, we'll wait and see. I mean, he's an he's a institutional guy. He's been with the Rockies probably all, almost all of their existence. He's been in that office before. He kind of knows how things go there. So maybe he'll do well. Maybe he won't. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's going to be another, another long season where we will get our hopes up, and then they will be crushed, and it'll be great. <laughs>
3: You know what Colorado, I really
2: appreciate your Bronco
3: hatred. season will be right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: And look That's true. And look, until then we've got right now it's a, you know it is actually a fun time to be a Colorado sports fan. You got the right now on ESPN, the uh rating MVP versus what should be potentially a two-time MVP Nikola Jokic going up against Joel Embiid tonight. And I'm really- not going to get into that because we've only it looks like we only got a few minutes here left, but and I want to take up all you guys' time. But um, yeah, and, and of course the Colorado Avalanche. No, I was right gonna now.
3: say we'll probably do another one if you're if you're good with that to continue this. But uh, but no, totally, oh,
2: I'm totally. with you.
3: I'm all in on Jokic. I've bet on him to be MVP. I think he deserves another one. Even as I feel like voter fatigue is a thing in the NBA, but I'm with you. No, the Nuggets are legit, especially once they get healthier come playoff season. I think
2: they'll be ready. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr.'s return is going to be quintessential to how far they'll go in the playoffs, and hopefully they'll be healthy soon. Yeah, I think you're right
0: on the uh, on that basketball topic too. The uh, the their college basketball conference spit out four tournament teams this year that are all very interesting, intriguing teams like Colorado State, um, Boise State. I know it's not in Colorado, but I US, always yeah, yeah, Mountain West. I always root for you know a ten teams because you know it's URI. I love to see the divisions, the the conference succeed, um, and I'm sure it's the same thing out there. Mountain West was one of the better conferences in bas- in college basketball this year, so it's cool to see some representation out, out of that conference what's,
2: as well. What's what's so cool is so named David Roddy. Six six can do pretty much everything. I call him the Nikola Jokic of the Rams because he does everything, and he's the you know he's the key to their success. And it's been an electric season for the Rams, and that's coming from someone who's not a Rams fan. He's a Buffs fan. Buffs tried, God bless them, can't get they over. Try. They can't get over the Pac twelve tournament. They just can't. But um, no, they'll be. I think they'll be good. And I've I've picked them to go not terribly far because they've only ever in their history, I think they've only ever made it to the Elite Eight like a couple of times, maybe like once or twice.
0: They got a tough draw.
2: They got a real tough draw. I think if they ever do get super far, they'll have to go up against like Tennessee or something.
0: Yeah, even if they win one game, they're going to have to go against Tennessee, which is Tennessee got... They shouldn't be a three seed, they should be a two seed. That's pretty unanimous around college basketball. They kind of got hosed with that and thus kind of hosing Colorado State in, right. in their aspect, even if they and they drew Michigan, who do they deserve to be in the tournament? I don't know, but they have the ability to beat anybody, so you kind of get hosed there right off the bat.
2: Yeah, and you know, I'm not ascribed to bracketology. I was a C student in math in high school, so <laughs> bracketology is just I. But um, it should be fun. We've got uh, we've got our our station actually our our station out here uh the team 1340 a.m in junction we are the carriers of of march madness this year so it's gonna be it's gonna be great looking forward to it
1: who's your champion
2: i think i have Baylor, if i remember correct i think i picked baylor for this year gotcha
3: back to back
2: they're good they're really right. good
3: i mean ch- i want to say gonzaga to be honest with you in terms of my my initial reads, I, I want to do, they're, they're due, <laughs> but they yeah, also got, so good. They,
0: they got a sneaky hard second game, no matter who comes out of that. Like Boise state and Memphis are both tough teams. Boy, it's all right.
3: Memphis is just so hot and cold, man, where they're like, they're, they're so, so talented, they're but so they could not show coached. up and lose by 40. And I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah. Gonzaga, they're going to, he's just going to coach circles around Penny. Um, so I, I think that they'll be fine. But um, do you have any any final takes for us, Tyler, here on episode 180? Uh,
2: please, God, Avalanche, do not win the president's trophy because we're trying to win the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's like a longstanding curse, right? Like president's trophy winner hasn't won in how long?
2: I don't know how long, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah. So that's my that's my final take. Thank you, gentlemen. Tyler, we love Thank having you. you making the time. How many? How many wins for the Broncos this year? Hopefully more than ten. Okay, double
3: digits. That's a playoff team. That's, a playoff,
2: That's
3: a playoff team. That's playoff team. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Cool. Tyler, Thank you, you Thank you. Thank you, Tyler.
0: Okay, we are here with uh, part two of episode one hundred and eighty. We're splitting off to do a little bit more baseball march madness talk here with uh with the just the squad thank you for tyler for coming on um that was that was dope he, he's good good dude knows his colorado sports um no matter the pain he goes through i guess but uh yeah josh kind of went mia on us today hope everything's okay with josh i'm assuming it is i was really itching to hear he always has some outlandish um March Madness predictions that I was looking forward to hearing, but
3: oh that is true. <laughs> maybe he
0: maybe he just got the time mixed up or something. I'm not sure. Uh I remember Ooh. one year he picked Kansas State to win it all as an eight seed and they lost in the first round. So <laughs> uh, <Shut> up, Josh. <laughs> hey Steve, you had Ohio State winning it all last year and they got knocked out on the first.
1: <laughs> <round>. <laughs> Dude, fuck off. I had Xavier winning the whole thing one time. They got knocked out in the
0: <laughs> <laughs> That was long ago. That was, that was long ago. I think I think that was pretty recent too. But that's the beauty of it, man. March Madness is here. March Madness is back. And I have a little nugget that I'm going to give out. The only way I'm, I'm giving this out is during this podcast. So on Twitter, if you want to hear this nugget, this big take, Nugget, you're going to have to listen to it. Because I'm going to I'm going to post this podcast on my Twitter account. Your famous the, one. The, yeah, the betting Twitter account. And if you want to hear this nugget, you're going to have to listen. And I don't see myself we, we, changing we, Why are you this. telling
3: people that are listening that they'll have to listen? To yeah, listen nugget. up
0: closely, Ollie. Woody, no way know that. Because uh-huh. now, now they know we're, now we're at the point where the nugget's coming.
3: Nugget? The nugget is coming. Dude, you and your fucking nuggets over here. Final four. Happy meal in hand. Here we
0: go. Final <laughs> four, team. Your Murray State is going oh! to the final four. In my I'll bracket. click them right now. Um, Making I love this team, and I ended up like I, they got the seven seed, which I was so happy about. They're gonna roll over San Francisco, who I think has been they've been struggling. Lately. I think they're overrated. Can they get past Kentucky? And I think they can because Kentucky has shown, like most SEC teams, they're dominant at home and they're just average neutral court and on the road. So I want Murray State over Kentucky, and Ron, then. What? In the, that's in the second round. The round one, they're going to beat San Francisco. Then they're going to beat Kentucky. And then in round three, they're going to take down the Purdue Boilermakers, who have been a matchup nightmare for everybody, but just can't really seem to put it all together. And I don't think they do again this year. And then they're going to take down a Pac-12 team. That's right. They're not going to take down Baylor. They're taking down UCLA in the Elite Eight. And then they lose to Gonzaga. They, then they lose to
1: Gonzaga in the Final Four. That's my that's my nugget. That's my big I just went of- back and fucking changed my pick to Murray State. So if you fuck this <laughs> up for me, I'm fucking fading Ollie 1 unit for life. That's life, wouldn't be a bad
0: idea because th- this is it's definitely out there but I I just love Murray State so much that
1: I'm doing I'm doing this all on Ollie 1 unit. I'm putting a whole u- imaginary unit on this one because I'm not I don't bet shit but i You fucking, know what? I trust but the
0: beauty of this is, I'm not just spewing bullshit. Like this is, if if it ends up being wrong, I'm end up being wrong too. So it's not like I'm putting it out there and not following through with it. Right now, Murray State is in my Final
3: Four, and I don't if I I don't see that part changing.
1: Beating Kentucky, all right.
3: Are there any holdovers from that the the last year that Ja Morant was there for? I don't believe no, I would say so. a Bernie run. I think they just beat uh, Marquette that year. I don't think they made any noise, but. I'm just curious though if that's like a, if they've got an experienced roster there.
0: Uh, no, but they like every time they they've been kind of a little dis. Not I want to say I don't want to say disrespected, but, but they're thirty-two. Went, I mean that's they're thirty and two, right? But yeah. they they got a seven seed, and with the they have some studs like um yeah. Not KJ Williams, KJ Williams is really good, but yeah, this guy, Tevin Brown, is he he's shoots 40% from three. Uh, he he's a beast. He he was there, it looks like in 2018 19. I'm not sure if John Morant was on the team then, still. Yeah, that
3: would have been the last year of it. That was right. He, so he was there, there for could, two years.
0: There could be a little bit of crossover there. I, I don't know the team that well, but okay. I do know I've watched a decent amount of Murray State games. They just oh. beat the shit out of people. And what's interesting about them is I saw this stat. They go on the most runs while giving up the least amount of runs. So they they don't let teams go on these 10-0 runs on them, but they go on those 10-0 runs more often than almost any other team in the country. So
1: okay. all I'm, right. I'm all in on Murray State. All right, Ollie, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I... As a <laughs> as a non college basketball player watcher, ever I have no fucking clue. I have an and idea. And You'll probably have a better bracket than me. By the way. I, I hope so. You we're ready for this? Go. I ha- yep. I just hashed this idea while you were talking. Do you guys want to do a speed round right now of a bracket, and I'll click it because I'm ready to go. Ready? I'm gonna do go, it. Ready? South Carolina versus Howard. <laughs> what bracket is this? I don't know. Just go. I don't know. Playing in the women's bracket? Maybe.
3: Yeah, I'm you are. Gonna
1: click you it. I am in the women's bracket. Let's do a women's bracket. Let's do a women's bracket together. Let's go. You ready? Let's do it. South Carolina okay. versus Howard.
0: South Carolina. South Carolina.
1: Okay. Uh, Miami versus South Florida. South Florida. We'll go back and forth, Gilly. Yeah. All
3: right.
1: Um, North Carolina or Stephen F. Austin?
3: Uh, Give me Stephen F. Austin. Let's get crazy.
1: Okay. Arizona versus UNLV. Give me uh, UNLV. Okay. Uh, Georgia, Dayton.
3: Ooh, Dayton.
1: Yeah, Dayton. Okay. Iowa, Texas Iowa. Arlington. Okay. Iowa,
3: Iowa, all the way. Colorado, Creighton. Creighton. Sorry, sorry, Tyler. Tyler, done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, Illinois. Iowa. Both great states. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> Next round, hold on, it's going. All right, uh Louisville, Albany. Uh give me Louisville. Yeah, kind of Nebraska, Gonzaga.
0: Ooh. Give me the Zags. Sorry, Connor. Okay.
1: Uh that? Oregon, Belmont.
3: Uh, Oregon.
1: Tennessee, Buffalo.
0: Buffalo. Okay.
1: Uh, motherfucking BYU, Villanova. BYU. BYU is a higher seed. Uh, Michigan, American Eagles. The fuck is American? <laughs>
0: Patriot <laughs> I think League. It's a in DC, uh, right? Give give yeah, me Italy. give me the the first team. Would you say Maryland, Michigan, Michigan, yeah. Michigan.
1: <laughs> uh, Mississippi, South Dakota.
3: Uh, South Dakota.
1: Okay. Uh, Baylor, Hawaii. Baylor.
3: <laughs>
1: Hawaii has a zero percent chance <laughs>
3: <laughs> I picked the right team then. Baylor's loaded. they're so good on the women's side. All right uh, Stanford Montana. Stanford I
1: can't. Kansas, Georgia Tech. Where's Tech? okay Virginia Tech Florida Gulf Coast.
3: Oh Florida Gulf Coast Dunk City.
1: Let's go oh. layup
3: city for the ladies.
1: Uh, Maryland, Delaware, Delaware. Ooh. Okay, what a regional matchup that is. <laughs> right, Ohio State, Missouri State. I'll go
3: Ohio State. You. Thank <laughs> you, thank you.
1: Uh, the LS- Lady Buckeyes, the <laughs> yeah, Lady Buckeyes, all the way. Uh, LSU, Jackson State. The fuck LSU. <laughs> the hell is Jackson? Jackson State is a uh, Dion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Utah, Arkansas. Uh,
3: Arkansas. Texas, Fairfield. Texas. Fairfield's Blop no. in the face of Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, New London. Right, NC State, Longwood. <laughs> Longwood. <laughs> NC State. <laughs> what the hell that? Washington State or Kansas State? Kansas State. Notre Dame, UMass. Oh, UMass. Whoa, okay. Oklahoma, IUPUI. IUPUI.
3: Their men's
0: was so bad this year that they held open tryouts to fill the roster at the end of the season. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Because they ran out of people. They all got hurt. They had like six season-ending injuries or something like that. Uh, That being said, uh, the opposite. Okay.
1: Kentucky, Princeton. Give me Princeton. Let's crap. go. ID. Indiana, Charlotte. Indiana. Central Florida, Florida. Oh, uh, give me Florida. Okay. Uh, Yukon, Mercer. Got to go Yukon. Yeah, duh. All right, here we go. Round 32. Sorry it's taking so long, but here we go. <laughs> uh, South Carolina, South Florida. What does that mean? Uh, South South Carolina. Okay. Stephen F Austin. UNLV. UNLV. Dayton, Iowa State. Two gilly. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Dayton. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Dayton,
1: Creighton, Tampa. Iowa. Iowa. Louisville, Gonzaga. Oh, this is girls now. Give me Gonzaga. Okay, let's go. Double Zag chance. Zag is a nine seed. Louisville's a <laughs> one seed. Fyi. Don't no that, that sucks for Louisville. Uh, yeah. Oregon
0: Buffalo. Ooh, uh, I'll take the Ducks. Give me Oregon.
1: All right. BYU Michigan. BYU. South Dakota Baylor. <laughs> you know what? South Dakota. Yeah. Summit League. Let's go. Sixteen. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Stanford, Georgia Tech. Stanford. Oh, I'll go lame there. Florida Gulf Coast or Delaware? Mm, Gulf Coast, baby. Yes, sir. Shout out to my girlfriend with there. Ohio State, LSU. Uh,
3: Ohio State. Let's go.
1: Let's go. <laughs> uh, Arkansas, Texas. Texas. NC State,
3: Kansas State. NC State.
1: Okay. UMass, Oklahoma. UMass. Princeton, Indiana. Princeton. Let's go. Florida, UConn. Yukon. Okay. Here we go. Speed 16. Here we go. All right. South Carolina, UNLV. South Carolina. Dayton, Iowa. Sorry, I got to go Iowa here. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: Gonzaga, Oregon. Dude, I always got one chick that like pulls up from Curry range. Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
3: No, she's nasty.
1: She's she's electric. (laughs) Uh, Oregon. Okay. Uh, BYU, South Dakota. BYU. Yeah. Stanford, Florida, Gulf Coast. Stanford. Okay. Buckeyes, Texas. Buckeyes. Yes. (laughs) Let's go. NC State. UMass NC State. I don't know. Princeton, Yukon. Yukon. Here we go. Here we go. Elite Eight. Woo, we're almost there.
3: We are almost riveting, to riveting do like content. Four times speed for this part of the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, shout out fucking Galen G baby. All you motherfuckers listen to this shit. Wow. Uh Lance Legier. All right. Uh South Carolina, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Oregon, BYU. BYU. Stanford, Ohio State. Stanford. NC State, Yukon. NC State. Okay, here we go. Final four, motherfucker. Ah. Iowa, BYU. Iowa. Stanford, NC State. Stanford. Give me the Cardinal. All right. For the final one, I want you both to say it at the same time. Hold on. Ready? What, Iowa what the... or Stanford? Okay. Three, two, one. Iowa.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Let's
1: go. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. Shut my phone. Uh, all
3: right. Here we go. And save my picks. Perfect.
0: Beautiful. Make sure, that sure you, was... make sure
3: you enter all the contests. We're about to win a million dollars. Yes.
0: SSBT Group Think
1: Women's Bracket 2022 Live.
3: Live,
1: bracket, and I just tweeted it too. So there you go. Sweet. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you guys for participating. That was fun. <laughs> Um.
0: Are any other uh, NCAA talks before we go baseball quick?
3: <laughs> I'm just so pumped for the tournament not going to lie. I feel it's like it's finally really, back. It's like an open feel too in terms of like, I feel like it really, uh, you could see anybody make a run. College basketball has been like so good, but so bad this year in the sense of like, no teams are good. You know what I mean? I feel like I, I saw that a lot, like this past weekend with all the conference tournaments where it's like, none of these teams are like great, great. Like I could see any of them losing, uh, which is exciting because that's what you want. And again, they're, they're fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like, It's not going to be boring of like, oh, geez, Kansas just going to destroy everyone like they did a few years ago. It's like, no, no, no. I think it could be anybody, realistically. But um, So I'm pumped. I can't wait for Thursday.
0: Me neither. And this is the first time since 2019 we have like a real live tournament because it was canceled in 2020. Last year, they had like a bubble system to it. And this year, we're finally back to the regions. We're back to the fans. We're back. We're, we're,
1: we're just so back.
0: Is it going to be and like on real.
1: ESPN Plus kind of thing?
0: No, this is back to the regular televised games on like, you know, True TVs comes out. Oh, great. Yeah. Time great. The, yeah. And so you see like reruns of Impractical Jokers mixed in with college basketball games. And then I love have, that. What are the other ones like? TBS, ABC, USA Network get them games. U- USA does now too. Yeah, I think you're right. So it's it's those channels. And I took Friday off. I'm gonna go golf in the morning because it's supposed to be like 65. So I'm gonna go golf in the morning and then come back and watch basketball all day. I'm I am so
3: so excited. Guys, so yeah. Oh, I don't think I told you I golfed this weekend. My dad and oh. I. Yeah, yeah, we done. It was cold. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was Sunday. We got out there. Thirty degrees, I think it was. Crazy. Yeah,
0: you guys are had mad. Had a little man. hammer,
3: had to chisel in for the uh, the tees. <laughs> yeah, no
0: kidding. <laughs> the wood ain't going in that ground.
3: <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, sixty-five <laughs> on Friday. We finally get a good golf day. My course opens up on Wednesday, so it's just all coming together. Fantastic. Right, Speak coming together we yeah. have baseball came together and we now have baseball we haven't recorded since that broke so we just have baseball back no more bull shift pod we we have baseball we have baseball 162 games we'll have a full season starting april 7th right that's opening day Yep. So i i am just so relieved Baseball's back. Fantasy baseball is back. More importantly, maybe we can get our boy Eric Cross on here for preseason projection yes, before the to. season starts. We need to do that. That's This would be like year th- three or four. four of doing that, which is crazy to think about. It's fucking
1: crazy. Yeah, man.
3: i have known Eric Cross more than you have known some of our girlfriends. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a fact. Way longer. Like, way <laughs> longer. Wow. Years longer. I... Tell you what, here's a real quick uh, <laughs> kind of fucked up thing, which actually I want to talk to you guys about in terms of one of our fantasy drafts. I, I, I'm getting some flack about a Saturday Night Fantasy draft, oh, uh, but no. I tried to explain the importance of this fantasy draft as a oh. as a thing, <laughs> and I explained, I was like, I have been in this fantasy league, and I shouldn't have said this, but I did. I, I don't regret it. Um, I said, I've been in this fantasy league for, I think it's eight years. I was like, Good. I've been in this league for eight years. I've known you for one, and I...
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, no,
2: you're
3: a
1: <laughs> Oh, no. Oh. A- <laughs> <laughs> well, we can see if we can work around it. I'm, I'm totally down to, to okay. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny
3: though <laughs> i couldn't believe i said it I was, it, was, it was messed up it's important that's i mean ballsy. we forget like kind of joking but i was kind of like well don't just dismiss it and be like what are you doing like no, no, no. Like, it takes an
0: hour dude like come on i know
1: realistically yeah
0: but are, it, carve it, out too just just because but
1: well the important thing is too you need like silence or you need like focus time Get well, that's do. The thing.
3: it's like we can't i don't know it was supposed to be like I was supposed to go somewhere that weekend, go to Annapolis, Maryland. It's like, sorry, I can't – at someone else's house, I'm not going to post up and just be like,
1: yeah. yeah. Can't That's do it for my phone.
3: phone. That's a no-go. No,
1: no, 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 not this draft.
3: No, but, but yeah, I thought you guys would get a kick That's out. That's a of that. good one. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that.
1: Are you uh doing live draft again at the crib? Oh, we're, I'm going to see because I don't know. I'm going to be dog-watching that weekend. We'll figure it out, though. Maybe we do have to move, move it, move it up a week then. Move it, yeah, like, 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 not, like that week
0: twenty-six instead of the second.
1: I could be down. Just saying, yeah. Which is what next week?
0: Yeah, not this weekend, but next weekend. Get two weeks. Hey, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, just spitballing here. Yeah, um, throw it out
1: there for the homies. Sure.
0: There's been plenty of deals made and players signed. Maybe not as much as I expected personally, but he. We've got Matt Olson to the Braves, which I want to say real quick. I like I feel bad for Braves fans because this kind of reminds me of like the Red Sox moving on from Mookie Betts, getting like a like a cheaper alternative in the field because they don't want to pay him. And I know Matt Olson's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but
1: Freddie Freeman, like, come on, Brave for life. That should have been a Brave for life. I 100 agree, dude. And I think that the who is it. Alex Anapalis or whatever his name is, the fucking Braves guy. He he has a aversion to giving out a massive deal, and he doesn't want to be like the, the most. What he he spend is like, what is dude. It, 130? If you think about it, he's got such a steal on Acuna and Albies, like, this is the time to
0: pay your guy. Like and this no is brainer. the time to, to to pay the bag. Give Freddie the six seven year deal.
3: And the just, fucking dude that you brought up through the system is like literally right. paid off dividends, won a World Series with now, and it's like first chance you get, you're going to be like, all right, sorry. right? Yeah, it's not going to be a $300 million deal. It'd no. be like six years, 180, something like yeah, that. And by the time right. that
0: contract is done, like that's the same time frame that Acuna and Albies will be done. So that money won't even be on the books at the time you need to
3: potentially right. re-sign those
0: guys again. So well, I I...
3: For what it's worth, too, I think Freeman's going to age so well, like that hit tool. Like, I do. Dude, too. He's going to hit forever. Like, I, it's not like he's relying on speed. Unless he goes to the, the Yankees, to then speed. I think
0: he's going to fall apart. Yeah, because <laughs> I have to talk myself into that argument. Because the Yankees did make a move, which I don't think was a very good move for them. They traded away Gary Sanchez and Gio Shella for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah. I don't want to mess up his last name.
1: Falafel, man?
3: Kiner Falafel. Man.
0: Kiner Falafel, yeah. Thank you. Like, I understand you want to move on from Gary Sanchez, but you're taking on $21 million a year Josh Donaldson to do so? Dude,
3: they paid it off his whole contract. What is that? Uh, dude, I know Donaldson, That is wild, but that, that must show surprising they had part. nothing else in the works because even with uh, the yeah. Matt Olson trade that just went down, didn't they want – they wanted a ton from the Yankees, including Volpe, their top prospect. Yeah. They didn't want to do that. So I'm sure they're like, this might've been their only chance at like a corner infield move, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they bring Rizzo back. Um, I think they do. Yeah. Well, I think Donaldson's still good. That's the thing. Like again, Yeah. It is if he plays though, he doesn't play. He played 135 games last year. I'm sure. Are you serious? Yeah, he did.
1: And he, he had 26 home runs, whatever. And you know what? The, the, I was looking at his stats. I couldn't believe it. Like 2019, he had 37 home runs with the Braves. Like, what the fuck? I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, Boy, he, that's off.
0: how he got paid because he had that year. They were like, "Oh, he still got it." And granted, no, that contract is a bad contract where it's like, all right, I don't know. Oh, wow, they did that. play 135 you know, games. Huh? That's crazy. I did not.
3: It was good numbers too. It wasn't like it was just like oh,
0: solid numbers. I don't not believe. not 21 million dollars a year numbers no. I still don't think it's a good
1: contract yeah well not for the Yankees to, to take on like, like you a 36 and
0: years. 37 year old Donaldson he could absolutely fall apart um, in the blink of an eye and nobody would be surprised but he could also put up 35 home runs and nobody would be surprised I don't know I think so, here's I think it's two him. two very uh a very high high and a very low low you can get with Josh Donaldson
1: you want to hear a oh, fun I, ass take?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: yeah. X- extreme fucking take right now. This is, this is, this is a shout out to Josh Martin right now, who's not here. This is, this is all out of bounds. Ready? This is, this is a Josh Martin out of bounds completely from left field. That's what we role. that's literally what we live for on this show. Oh my gosh. Josh Donaldson never plays a fucking game <laughs> as a Yankee. He gets traded to the A's. And this is what's going to happen. You ready? This is the big take. This is where it gets crazy. First of all, this is what I really think. I think that Sean Murphy is destined to be a Yankee as their catcher. I think that that Redenvoort, whatever his name is, that no one's ever heard of that's all jacked and shit prior to yesterday. He is fucking jacked. He's so jacked. I have never heard of that guy prior to yesterday. He will be part of a trade. Because as you can see, nothing sacred. Isaiah Kiner, falafel master, was traded in one day from the fucking Rangers to the Twins to the Yankees. I believe. This is the deal, ready? This is the fucking deal. Glaber, Donaldson, and that Renvors guy. One of the two or three or whatever will be headed to the A's. And either they'll be getting Chapman or Sean Murphy. There's a deal coming with the A's and Yankees. And it is coming maybe tomorrow, maybe two days from now. And maybe I'm massively wrong. But this is what I'm here for. So thank you for listening to my fucking spiel.
3: So you're saying that Josh Donaldson and Derek Cole squashed their beef for nothing. Just so they Did, <laughs> Did they squash that it? Be, that'd be awesome if there was like Josh Donaldson was like, you know what? He got traded. and He's like, you know what? Still fuck Derek Cole. Yeah, they got rid of him. <laughs> That cheater.
1: <laughs> I don't I see mean, that, that beef was out. legit. Yeah, they hate each other.
0: It was not good. So that was interesting. Josh Donaldson on the A's would be cool. A little reunion and a terrible year for the A's. I don't see why they, the A's wouldn't Do take they want on to that pay money, anybody though. though?
1: No, the A's wouldn't take on that No, money. yeah, Yankees pay so the that's contract. Me. That's the deal. Yeah, in my in my little world of okay, of my, uh, Yeah, Yan- Yankees... So Yankees assume that whole contract, and they're like, hey, A's, since we're... Um, since give us Matt Chapman. Ch- yeah, like, give us Matt Chapman, and we won't give you any prospects for giving you this free fucking Donaldson reunion for some and
3: PR. Yeah,
1: and Glaber, too. Yeah. Mark Kotze's there. He's the new manager. They're trying to save some face.
3: the weird about Mark Kotze's manager.
1: I know. They put him out there and I, hey, by the way, RIP Gary Gary Sanchez too, huh? Put thrown out the pass. Yeah,
0: game. he looks good in a twins uniform. I was gonna say, I'm I'm, I'm I need to hop on the Gary train to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, dude. You know, I can see the breakout coming. Dude, Gary's but a DH has always
1: been there. Yeah, dude. Gary needed to be a DH like yesterday. He'd be fine now. I believe
3: he doesn't even want to play catcher. No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. It's, uh, I, I mean, the Geo Shella part was weird to me, though, because he was like a sneaky, solid player for a little while over there. And I guess kind of fluff is kind of the same thing.
1: Fluff, played...
3: I think is better, though.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's just, it's so versatile, too. Now they can find, like they don't need labor too realistically if something better works out because so their infield is kind of in flux, though, when you think about yeah, it, it doesn't right? make any sense. So they still more- need, there's
0: still another move out yeah. there to be
3: made. Yeah, and you don't want DJ at first every single day. That would not be – that doesn't make much Ideal, sense. Ideal, though. We did – um, All the
1: injuries that will come. You know, Donald – I mean, Donald's going to get hurt. DJ's going to play third. Blah, 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 blah. Second base, labor sucks. Everybody knows this. You know, the
0: other day on uh, Sunday, Frankie and I recorded a new episode. Frankie, a.k.a. Ted Bell. Uh, recorded a new episode of Bronx Meets Beantown, and we talked about the Yankees and Red Sox a little bit. That was cool. I said the, um, I said the Red Sox X Factor was Chris Sale. Do you guys agree with that?
1: No. <laughs> who would you Who
0: would you pose as the Red Sox X Factor this year?
1: Um, if
0: this guy has a good year, the Red Sox will be contenders.
1: I say Chris Sale. I say. J.D. J.D.'s up
3: there, too. I can see yeah, that, too. I agree, so,
1: because you, you
0: need J.D. to be J.D. to, to yeah. be good. But you, I also think you need Chris Sale to be vintage Chris. Not Maybe not vintage, but very reliable Chris Sale
3: to be competitive. I agree, because I think Evaldi yeah. has outperformed a little bit. I think he's kind of yeah. A little – and, again, I, I, he'll probably still be fine, but, like, you do need, like, a true ace. I don't know. Right. We're not going to be a top the, five <laughs> rotation again. Without Chris Dale, like bearing a ton of that workload,
0: especially with Erod gone, and um, if a, like if if Avaldi can give you 160 innings this year and be ready for the playoffs, you're gonna be happy with that. Personally, I mean, I would be happy with that. So,
1: well, now we got um, Garrett Woodlock in the rotation now too, right? I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of yeah. I I like. And by the way, Jake Deakman signing, loved it. Love it.
0: Love the Jake Deakman signing. Um, didn't they overdue. sign someone else? Oh, Matt Strom. That's an interesting piece. I think he's got upside. He's shown flashes here and there.
3: It's probably it's probably worth a little shot. No hitter, Jake Diekman. <laughs> Remember that combined no hitter for the Phillies back in like 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have right. a t-shirt commemorating that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no shit. I like I like
0: Jake Diekman. He was really good last year, so I like that signing and I think there's still another move or two to be made. I just don't know what they're going to do. I don't think they're in on Correa. No. Even the, even if it, although, if he's like, "Hey, I'll sign a one year mega super deal," like you should. I think you should flirt with that for a year. Why, why not? So
3: that, that's an interesting conversation. Do you have you heard in terms of part of the logic of why he would do that? Like, with I think it. I, it's a
0: weird thing, isn't it? Like, if he signs
3: a one year deal, Boris gets a bunch of cash, basically. Well, so the reason why is because he fired his previous agency like recently, this offseason. So if he makes whatever son- contract he signs, they get the majority of that uh, agent commission. But if Boris gets him to sign for one year, next year when he gets the $300 million or whatever crazy payday he's like looking for, Boris would get full commission of that, <laughs> which is kind of fucked up to think of wow. like... Wow. That loophole that, that Boris is trying to... What a fuck... I don't know. That that would be interesting. I think you should just sign whatever. Now the Tigers offered him ten years, two seventy-five. There's got to be a team that's willing to pay a little bit more than that to even again. If you don't make as much as Corey Seager, like who the hell cares? I you don't know. You can't really yeah.
0: wait much longer at this point. Like the season starts in three and a half weeks, so like
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's I just... don't. That's another reason why I think like the one-year deal might be on the table is because we are on such a sh- short time before the season starts, he's like, I don't want to make a decision. I'm going to regret someone give me $35 million, $40 million this year, and I'll make my decision again next year.
3: Yeah. It's just tough with, though. When you're free Trey trade Turner on the
0: market and Xander Bogart's probably on the market as well. Next summer or next yeah. winter. That's
3: I, don't know. Too, I can
0: I don't see, know. I can see, I can see both. I can see both things happening. I wouldn't be surprised either way at this point. You, know, you guys I would, you guys you don't want would him be, on the Red Sox. I don't know. I, I I would take him for sure. I would take him. I would no, especially no. with the impending Xander Bogart's
3: opt out next year. Like I'm you're not worried about that, Steve? About Xander leaving? I, I'm pretty
0: sure he's at least
1: testing free agency.
3: I I'm concerned about Xander leaving, but
1: at the same time, like I don't see him getting paid max money like Correa. I he I won't. feel like Xander would want to come back, you know, for like I don't know how, how old is Xander, like 29, 30? He he'll be, I think he'll be thirty in his free agency year next year.
0: I could see he him can like still get a two hundred million dollar deal. I, I mean, At that age,
3: maybe like eight years. From yeah. who though? Who's gonna pay that shit? The Tigers paid hobby Baez, dude. I know. And the Tigers oh. reportedly might still be in on Korea to some degree too, of like. So I, I think I just
1: want like my main concern is, dude, you gotta sign Devers like above anything else. I agree. Like flirting with the idea of giving a massive contract to Correa post—we're talking about like two years after Mookie. Now, we—they didn't fucking pay their homegrown star. You can't let this happen again with Devers. This is very important, at least for, for me. That's that's where I'm at. I so,
0: do agree. I'd rather give the money to Devers than Correa. Right,
1: but Z- I mean Xander. I don't know. I don't. I, I think like,
0: Xander's like he's gonna test for agency. I fucking hate Korea. That's really the problem. Yeah, that's. (laughs) I yeah, we
3: we were getting there, but we finally got there. Yeah, yeah. I really just don't want. You know, part of you though, like Korea again. It's easy to hate him because he was on the Astros and shit. But like some of his stuff, his antics, it's kind of like like the the tap the watch thing. Like that was kind of cool. And again, for him to understand it back when it was like used against him, he was like, no issues there. Like that's (laughs) you kind of are allowed to do that. Like that was the last time we
0: fucking saw Erod.
3: I went know he went crazy? out a
0: legend he went out a
1: legend he did he did respect the E-Rod like that, that, that that's so much fun I don't know I'm sure this I would I like it yeah I, I do I do like that he shape. would grow on you
0: quick I I'm think sure Ray he would. would
1: grow on Red Sox fans pretty quick it's kind of like if like Nick Swisher was a Red Sox like we probably would liked him better but since he was a Yankee we fucking
0: hated I fucking him Fucking hated Nick Swisher dude fucking
3: douchebag
0: I didn't even like him when he
1: was on Cleveland either
3: yeah something about him it's kind of really bothered, he's
1: just got a punchable
0: face. That fuck.
1: hey, speaking of other things, real quick uh, Tom Brady, how you guys feel about the return? That was just, I did not expect it. I'm not gonna
0: lie, I really thought he was just done forever. Uh, I know there was a lot of speculation, like, I thought a lot of the sports radio talk around here was just talking about it. To talk about it, turns out those psychos that are obsessed with tom brady are still right and yeah we all we talk about up here still is tom brady three years later by the way in case anybody not in new england is wondering all sports radio talk is is tom brady almost 24 7.
1: dude Hey, you know what? This is the this is a big fuck you to Adam Schefter, who also yes. told us to fuck ourselves. He did it. Remember? Remember when I was like, "Oh, he's gonna come back and play out of pettiness to Schefter." He did. And he you know did. what, Adam Schefter, dude, Adam Schefter is so soft. He had to even auto block us. What a softy! Shout out, Tom Brady. That is crazy. So we can't even see his tweets now. No, from our pockets. <laughs> we didn't do anything. I, I I didn't do anything. You guys didn't do anything. No. That's bullshit. That's so funny. <laughs> what a softie. You know what, I feel about, crazy. you know what I feel about Brady, though? I think that Brady was, like, peer pressured into retiring the first time around, and his heart wasn't into it.
0: Yeah, there was some behind-the-scenes stuff there, obviously. I think it was more like, uh, you better not let Chris, Chris Godwin go. You better not let my yeah. guys go. Yeah. Um, kind of like a power move to to Arians and i don't even think he likes Arians honestly no no hell no i'm surprised what, that... i'm kind
3: of curious if if Arians is out i'm probably I'm surprised, not surprised
0: but... i'm surprised he's still around because i i was like if what events if Arians was fired and they like just promoted byron left or brought in someone uh someone else then i could see like all right Arians is gone brady's like okay i'm back but he's just like nah like, selection middle of Selection Sunday, he's just like, yo, what's up? I'm back. Middle of Kevin but, Garnett's retirement. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he did do it at the right time because he did it right before free agency started. By the way, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. <laughs> mega money. Good for him. Happy for him. Chargers. Building a good defense over there. Traded for Khalil Mack. They got Joey Bosa. Der- Derwin James. J.C. Jackson. They got wow. a good
1: team over there. Yeah, have fun, guys. I'm all set with J.C. Jackson. Peace
0: out. If, if there's one thing I do trust it's for Bill Belichick to develop Defensive backs, because that's one thing he's been proven. I'm going to miss JC Jackson Don't get me wrong, because I think he's a very, very good cornerback. Yeah, but I don't. I know just if want. I, a, I, that much.
3: I want a number one quarterback cornerback. That's my issue, though. Is like if that's in the works, if there's a especially guy. in Especially the these days. Yeah, yeah. S- especially no, with
0: means. these days. Especially with these teams in the in the
3: AFC that have studs all over the place. Yeah, that's the only thing that freaks me out about it. And just because I also don't. I like Jalen Mills. I think he got a bad rep for. Um, part of the season, but I don't think he's not. He can't be your number one cornerback. I'm sorry. No, he's a slot agree, corner. Yeah. He's a
0: slot
1: corner.
3: He's has the slot.
1: Either. He can't cover outside guys. Yeah. He's showing springs. Yeah. I really
0: wanted them the like, I can't believe Amari Cooper went for so cheap. I can't believe they weren't in on that trade. Dude, come to Did find out. Send him. I don't know. Even if they didn't, like, wasn't it dirt cheap? It was like a sixth and a fifth or something like that. You wouldn't have given that up for Amari Cooper? All day, I would have. Yeah. And I'm not even a big Amari Cooper guy. Every time he gets trapped in fantasy football, I'm like, oh, this guy fell for the Amari Cooper trap this year. Yep. I he still makes $20 taken million a
3: year, though. That's why, though. I
0: I mean, Christian That's- Kirk makes more now.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep
0: saying that, by the way. I'm never going to let that go. I don't care if Christian Kirk scores 20 touchdowns a year for the rest of his career. The fact that they signed him to that money is outrageous.
1: I'm with you. Alex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's
1: it's- like the Jason Worth contract. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Um, all right. We're under a minute. Any closing takes slash predictions like this time next week? We'll have more baseball, more football. And first two rounds of March Madness will be over.
3: Closing take for me. I am watching Sixers Nuggets on the background of my TV. We are. I'm witnessing DeAndre Jordan, who I did not realize even signed with the Sixers in a Sixers uniform, which looks so weird. <laughs> boxing out DeMarcus Cousins in a Nuggets jersey. Just the most. <laughs> just like the That most is unexpected. wild.
0: If that's not a prospect of a simulation, I don't know what is. Yeah, it's
3: just like these guys wearing random-ass numbers as like off-the-bench big men. Bizarre. That's Sorry, that's my closing take. That's just bizarre. Love it.
1: Damn, we're getting close to like the end of an era of all those big men
3: that we grew up
0: with. Boogie was the guy for a little while. Um, all right, yeah, we'll see you next week Cold for an episode. Oh, today's Benny's birthday. So always seems out Benny. that
2: almost every day, thinking about the good times, thinking about the
0: rain, thinking about how bad it
2: feels alone again, am sorry for the way.